0: hey besties welcome back or to the public private story the place where i share my inner thoughts and feelings with the people who care enough to listen it's virgo season and about a year ago i did my whole virgo season series and i'm continuing that but this episode matches up with the episode i did last year where i talked about celebrity couples and i analyzed their connection astrologically to see if they were astrologically compatible and then i kind of matched it up with if they were compatible for real because some of them split and some of them didn't and i'm going to be doing that again except with specific match that people on the public-private stories Instagram chose out because a lot of people have parental duos that they wanted to know about or just people that they've experienced and they want to know if they're compatible astrologically. So I'm going to be discussing that. Some of these descriptions might come from previous episodes like the astrological compatibility episodes or I might record them fresh if I feel like my opinion has changed. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. Now it's time for the main event, the Capricorn Cancer Sister Sign Connection Duo Friendship or Relationship now i love observing the way that sister signs work with each other because of how deeply rooted the connection can be and how strong they can have feelings for each other because of how similar they are but also the way that they complement each other going off of the elements they make the beach because capricorn is the earth sign and cancer is a water sign and i feel like this duo always complement each other earth and water they complement each other because they're they're so different like their their roots their bases are so different but at the same time they learn from each other and they understand each other because it just works that way and i feel like earth signs need water signs to kind of bring them in and calm them down and water signs need earth signs to provide stability and to raise them up and they can promote each other they can um support each other and that's just like a healthy relationship like i talked about cancer and virgo but capricorn and cancer are just to another level because they are sister signs and they are rooted the same but they're still complementary and they're a little bit different so going on to the modalities Cap they're both cardinal but i feel like they're cardinal in the sense like how i described for libra in cancer because i feel like they will take the time to build respect and love for each other so they won't have to have a power struggle like aries and capricorn might or cancer and whoever else might like you never know but i feel like they will have the respect for each other and cancer will sometimes take the lead and capricorn will sometimes take the lead and i feel like this dynamic comes from the fact that they are the mother and the father of zodiac of the zodiac I guess mothers are expected to stay at home and take care of the children and dads are expected to go work. So maybe this is where this idea comes from because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the planet of work and like progression and action, at least in my head. And then we already explained like the moon a bunch of times and how cancer is ruled by that. But Cancer is supposed to be, like, one of the most maternal signs out there because they're always nurturing, they're always taking care of, they're always cultivating, similar to their bestie, Taurus. Although I found that Taurus and Cancer don't really get along if you listen to that um, testimonial from one of my Taurus son friends. But then that friend also had air placements to, like, counteract it and fire placements. So you never know, you never know. But coming back to Capricorn and Cancer, I feel like they they have potential they have lots of potential because of how similar they are and i'm not saying that what they do like their planets they don't have they don't have much to do with each other, but they do complement each other because it's there there's one out there working all the time, and then there's one out there taking care of the kids at home That's how their dynamic works and it's not necessarily going to be like that like always, but that's how the zodiac like the sign itself would work, not the couple specifically because there are different dynamics. it's It's not always like that, but I feel like they work on that kind of like wavelength where it's like one of them is working all the time and the other one is a little bit more chill but they will both support each other in whatever they're doing like it doesn't matter if one is working and one is not working but that whatever they're doing they're supporting each other they're complimenting each other they're helping each other out and I think that's the part of the dynamic that works in this couple that's the part of it that is actually accurate and I like observing the sister signs because they are so similar but because their elements are different that kind of sets them off and it's really interesting to me and um i don't know if you guys have watched once upon a time but mary margaret or snow white and then her husband prince charming they're married in real life they're gemini and sagittarius in real life but in the show they definitely are a cancer capricorn duo i saw it somewhere actually so i'm pretty sure it's true maybe i'm just like believing myself but i feel like yes she's literally the epitome of motherness even though she lost her child and then Prince Charming is literally the epitome of dadness. Even before they had their child, that's how they acted with each other. And then, it's not that Snow White was really passive either, at least in Once Upon a Time. They were both working, and they were both saving each other, supporting each other. And I think that's the part that rings true in the dynamic. Gemini and Capricorn also gives me the shivers, because I just can't see a world where this duo would make sense and work out. Some examples of Gemini and um, Capricorn duo would be Jude Law, Sadie Frost, um, Allison Bree, and Dave Franco, Johnny Depp, and Vanessa Paradis, and Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs. I only know the backstory about Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs, and they did not end well. They are divorced or something. I don't know how hectic it was, but I don't think it's necessarily the best duo you could have. Um, Gemini, we already know all about Gemini. Capricorn is the dad of the zodiac. And I feel like if two zodiac signs are both giving dad energy and won't work maybe i'm thinking of gemini also as a dad because my dad is a gemini but if you think about it gemini is like so functional like i don't know how to describe it gemini is like a stay-at-home dad who works on the computer that's what i like to think of it as because gemini's are ruled by the planet mercury and of commu- of communication and technology and i feel like virgo takes that communication aspect while gemini takes that technological aspect because i feel like they're very innovative they're good at thinking things up they're good at making solutions they're good at making inventions whatever it would be and then capricorn is the dad in like the take action work aspect if you think like misogynistically i guess maybe that counts as misogynistically i don't know but that's like very paternal very masculine capricorn 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 gemini is a little bit more calm but i feel like they still give dad energy just because of the ruling and how they function but i feel like if it's two dad zodiacs who's gonna be able to take power because capricorn loves power capricorn loves being in control Capricorn loves controlling things and people. Gemini just simply won't have that. And maybe they'll resort to manipulating and getting to get what they want. But Capricorn won't have that either. So I can't just, I just can't see a world where this duo works out well in a positive way. I feel like it's all negativity. That's all I could think of when I think of this duo finally the moment you've been waiting for or at least that i have the part that i'm most passionate about because i am a virgo virgo and gemini now this duo is very complicated very complex like the idea of it because there are so many possibilities. There's so many positive possibilities and so many negative possibilities. Because they're so alike, but they're also different. They're like 50-50 the same and 50-50 different. So there's so many different compatibility like issues, complexities within those 50% that can make it work or can make it not work like at all, make it terrible. I feel like Virgo and Gemini, that duo, is either really, really good or really, really bad. Like There's so many things you could get out of it. But let me explain it to you guys. So, Virgo and Gemini are both mutable. They are both ruled by Mercury, and they're so close to being the same sign, but there are certain things that make them different. Like, for example, Virgo is an earth sign, Gemini is an air sign. So, they're almost practically the same, except for the fact that Virgo is a little bit more structured, more I don't want to say complex, cuz I feel like they're the same amount of complex, I think. Virgo is a little bit more structured, down to earth, very specific, very organized. Not that Gemini isn't organized, but Virgo is, like, particular. Virgo is very Virgo. Gemini, on the other hand, is a little bit more carefree, a little bit more all over the place, a little bit more, like, goes with the flow. While Virgo usually wouldn't really do that. Virgo likes to have a plan, and Gemini likes to go with the flow and not really have a plan and not be tied down, like I mentioned before. But they are both ruled by the same planet so this has them a little bit they have a little bit of the same the same ideas same virtues same way of life but at the same time they are also both mutable i feel like gemini because they're an air sign gemini has a little bit more mutableness to it because virgo wouldn't really go with the flow as heavily as gemini would like virgo really needs structure in their life they need stability they crave stability and they crave to be as stable as they can even though they're mutable but gemini doesn't do that gemini is just whatever does whatever all over the place but they are also both ruled by mercury the planet of communication technology i feel like virgo is more communication and gemini is a little bit more technology because virgo will not hesitate to tell you how they feel like virgos are some of the most like Expressive people I know Not like expressive in the face I mean I've been told that I'm very expressive in my face By countless amount of times Like a lot of people say that all the time But I feel like Virgos are very expressive they don't hesitate to call people out to say what they think but definitely what they think or feel about issues that they're very passionate about they can be very passionate people very expressive people very talkative people like i literally have a podcast but for geminis i feel like geminis are a little bit more in the head not that they're smarter than virgo because virgos are really smart like i don't know any dumb virgo like ever a lot of them are really smart gifted advanced whatever you want to call it but geminis are also really smart and they tend to be a little bit more in the head this is where the manipulation comes in (laughs) gemini's are very manipulative mentally they gaslight they girl boss actually no they won't they don't girl boss they only gaslight and they manipulate and they tend to keep things inside like i said virgo at least is a little bit expressive when it comes to things they think about whatever but gemini won't do that as much they're a little bit more reserved and calm especially when you first meet them well virgo also does this when you first meet them also it really depends sometimes virgos are really shy but once they like get to know you or they find something about you that they really don't like they will not hesitate to tell you gemini's they keep it in a little bit more like people say they're two-faced but that's just because they don't really express themselves with everybody like they tend to have certain personalities for certain groups of people like maybe this is a a mercurial thing because virgos tend to do this too sometimes it really depends on the specific type of virgo like i know virgos with lots of prominent air placements tend to act like gemini's like regular gemini's but basically what gemini's do is if they have their self and they have their inner self and they don't really show that to anybody because they keep a lot of things inside and they have like their own persona for themselves and how they think and whatever and they choose they pick and choose particularly what they want to show to certain people like if certain people if they're friends with certain people for some reason like they have the same sense of humor then those people they're going to get a different response than the people that gemini studies with like it's very different gemini has lots of complexities like they're both virgo and gemini are very complex signs and that's what makes them so similar but they also have like things like little crinkles in their bases that make them a little bit different at the same time so gemini people call gemini two-faced but that's just because they don't show everything to everybody like people get different sides of gemini they're the twins there are different sides to them. They're very complex. And Virgo also has this as well. Some celebrity examples of Virgo and Gemini duos would be Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter. Now, personally, I love Helena Bonham Carter. I could talk about her in a whole other episode because she just eats up every role that she plays. But you know, she got lots of those roles because Tim Burton had his, like, connections in the film industry. Or he had his own, like, stories told in movies and she played in them. Like, it was so common for them. And then there's Salma Hayek and Francois Henri Pinot. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I tried. And then, who else? There's, like, a long... Oh, Zendaya and Tom Holland. Like, these are, like, positive examples, although Tim Burton and Helena aren't together anymore. But... I feel like they're pretty well known. Like Gemini and Virgo, that duo is way too common because they are so similar and they get along so well or they hate each other. Like it's a hundred or zero when it comes to Virgo and Gemini because of how complex and similar they both are. Like they're so, it's so like mind blowing to me and it's so interesting to me. Like if you're really into astrology and you study the Virgo and Gemini connection, or maybe the same thing occurs with Taurus and Libra, I feel like not as much. But Virgo and Gemini is one of the more common ones. Like, look at the pop culture. Virgo, Bella Swan from Twilight. Gemini, Edward Cullen from Twilight. Like it happens a couple different times and it's, so, it, it's portrayed really well in the media, in my opinion. It's kind of, it's so interesting to me. It's so interesting. I mean, maybe it's cause I'm a Virgo. Like I said, it's either a hundred or zero when it comes to the Virgo and Gemini duo. Is There are some Gemini's that I really don't like and I can't stand to be around them. On the other hand, there are those Geminis that I love being around and I get along with them so well. And it's like their presence is addicting or we just like click so well. Like it happens so often. So I feel like there are two sides. Like some Burgos might only have Geminis that they don't like or some Burgos might only have gemini's that they like i feel like i have a nice even mix of the two and i don't know if it's my heirs placements also like impacting my connection with gemini's but i feel like it's just a virgo and gemini thing like if you're a virgo you get it if you're a gemini you get it and if you don't then you don't Next up is Taurus and Virgo. Now, as a Virgo, I have experienced this firsthand, and I have to say, I love Tauruses. Whether they're female or male or whatever, Taurus vibes are such good vibes. Tauruses are such good people to be around, and I feel like I understand them on such a deep level because we are both earth signs. Now, starting off, there's some celebrity examples, like real life examples. So there's Dwayne Johnson and Lauren Hashian. Hashian? I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but they're. A Celebrity Taurus and Virgo couple, and then there's will Arnett and Amy Poehler, Taurus and Virgo, Aaron spelling and candy spelling, Taurus and Virgo, and Jerry and Jessica Seinfeld, Taurus and Virgo. Now personally, I love Taurus 5s i 've never met a Taurus i didn't like. I feel like I connect them with them so well, and it's never a problem and I feel like if a problem does arise we 're so mature, like both of us coming from both parties there's a level of maturity and respect for each other that we can understand each other's viewpoints and we can talk out whatever conflict arises if you put earth and earth together in nature you could get a landslide or a forest i think taurus and virgo gives the energy of a nice green forest like if you ever watched twilight in washington like you know how they were in the forest running through it and whatever that's the vibe that taurus gives like a calm rainy taurus and virgo give the vibe of a tall large flourishing rainy dark forest that's just calm energy nice beautiful vibes that's the energy that taurus and virgo give to me personally um taurus is fixed ruled by venus venus is a planet of relationships loves and preferences um fixed is usually it means that the sign maintains the season, so they Taurus Taurus is fixed and ruled by Venus. Venus is the planet of love, relationships, preferences, um, fine dining tastes, things like that. So, astrologically, Taurus is a fixed Earth sign ruled by the planet Venus. Venus is the planet of love, relationships, preferences, your taste in things, and things like that. Earth signs tend to be very strong, open-minded. Earth signs tend to be very strong, smart, calculated, practical, powerful. Just good vibes all around, you know? That's what Earth signs give off. And being fixed, it's a modality, which basically means fixed signs are the signs that maintain the season. Taurus maintains, what is it, spring, I believe? And Scorpio maintains fall. Aquarius maintains winter. Leo maintains summer. So fixed signs tend to be very stable. They tend to be inflexible. They don't like change. They avoid change or they struggle with it things like that they can be very stubborn and then moving on to virgo virgo is a mutable earth sign also ruled by the planet mercury mercury is the planet of communication technology and things of that nature mercury and venus are pretty close together and i still am not sure if the planets being close together has any effect on the relationship between the signs at all i still need to do further research but in my head i feel like that would make a little bit of sense because that shows that they're strongly connected at least in my head but that's probably not accurate. I'm not professional at all. Virgo being mutable means that Virgo tends to embrace change and change comes to Virgo a little a little bit easier or maybe a lot easier than it comes to Taurus or fixed signs like Taurus, maybe even cardinal signs as well. So Mutable signs tend to embrace change, deal with change well, and they like to switch things up. They don't really like being tied down to one particular thing. They like to be spread out along a couple things. So I feel like because they're both earth signs, Taurus and Virgo, get each other on a deep level because they understand each other. They understand where each other is coming from. And because they're so strong and mature, they probably know how to deal with each other in a correct way, a respectful manner. And I can't see many opportunities for conflict with them. I feel like there'll be such great and open communication, nice criticism, and they both will accept it because Virgo's always trying to improve themselves. Taurus loves to improve themselves as well. And they will both be learning from each other because there's so many things to learn because they are pretty different. They're not too different and they're not too similar. I feel like there's a good mix because they're both earth signs, different planets, different modalities. So there's a lot of opportunities for knowledge and sharing. Moving on to Taurus and Sagittarius, this is interesting. This is complex because if this is working the way I think it is, using some of my algebra skills but applying it to astrology, I think Taurus and Sagittarius have potential. I mean, initially, initially I wouldn't expect this to work out, but at the same time, there's potential. So Taurus is an earth sign fixed and ruled by Venus. I just talked about that. Sagittarius is a fire sign ruled by the planet Jupiter, which is the planet of luck, um, expansion, learning, abundance, good fortune, prosperity, things like that. So people tend to say that Sagittarians are optimistic and things that. Are good typically happen to them, and this is true. They tend to look on the bright side, look for the good in people, look for the good in things, looking for the good in situations rather than being pessimistic, like most signs would. Taurus can be pessimistic, but I think pessimistic in the sense that Taurus would be more realistic to see a proper outcome that will work well for all parties involved instead of thinking, oh, maybe we'll get better. Like Taurus will act towards making it better than thinking oh it'll get better this way or this is the good parts about it so i feel like taurus might be pessimistic in a good way like it's it's useful pessimists pessimism yeah it's useful but looking at them together now taurus is a venus ruled zodiac sign and you know who else is a venus ruled zodiac sign libra libra gets along really well with sagittarius because of the air fire thing cardinal mutable they just get along they click really well something going on with them just makes them really well and libra tends to be very diplomatic and tends to be non-confrontational so a lot of negative aspects in life libra just ignores it throws it away pretend it's not happening very avoidant energy and because sagittarius is so very optimistic and likes that positive energy and likes to ignore the negative vibes as well they click they click so if taurus reminds sagittarius of libra this might attract sagittarius to taurus also like i just talked about taurus and virgo virgo is mutable and sagittarius is mutable so maybe if this immutableness this changeableness this adaptability reminds taurus of virgo this might make it easier also taurus is very close to aries on the zodiac sign it goes aries then taurus and i feel like a lot of tauruses appreciate aries because maybe their fire sign placements are setting them up for success or just something clicks with them them and since aries and sagittarius are both fire i feel like it works out in a way however there comes a problem when it comes to stability taurus loves stability taurus craves comfort likes the finer things in life and will work towards them because they want to be comfortable in life they want to be able to afford the things that they need they want to live a life without stress so that's taurus's end goal and taurus tends to achieve that because look at the venus rulings venus and taurus that really connects to like living life living lavish kind of like Tauruses tend to have very fine taste extreme taste good taste people think of Taurus's taste to be pretty good so Taurus craves stability and comfort in life but looking at Sagittarius Sagittarius is mutable so t- Sagittarius always wants to switch it up Sagittarius doesn't like being tied down doesn't like to stay in one spot for long so this might drive Sagittarius to cheat because if Taurus is out here trying to settle down Sagittarius may be like I'm not ready for this I'm leaving you behind I'm moving on to somebody else or going behind Taurus's back and whatever happening like Sagittarians will cheat on you like don't pretend like they love you maybe for your Leo they might not cheat on you but that doesn't mean they won't do bad things to you anyway. But I feel like Taurus and Sagittarius have this weird potential. Like I kind of use PEMDOS, like astrological PEMDOS to make it work out. But in my head, if they're reminding each other of other signs and Sagittarius doesn't cheat on Taurus because Taurus deserves better, it might work out. Some famous examples of Sagittarius and Taurus would be Nikki Reed and Ian Somerhalder. They had a lot of conflict going to their duo. Then there's Cher and Greg Allman. Also there's Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstock. And then Adele and Rich Paul. So if you know anything about these duos based on what they put out there, maybe you have better insight on how Taurus and Sagittarius work in a couple setting or relationship setting in general. Now, finally, a zodiac sign that actually gets along with Gemini and is actually compatible because they have to be. They're sister signs. Gemini and Sagittarius, they're sister signs, fire and air. Well, air and fire. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Air sign, mutable. Sagittarius is mutable. Also ruled by Jupiter, the planet of luck and fireside so some celebrity examples of this are chris pratt and katherine schwarzenegger um josh dallas and jennifer goodwin i love them by the way if you've seen once upon a time they play um snow white and french charming and in the show they are definitely capricorn and cancer but in real life they're gemini and sagittarius they're still sister signs they're still compatible and they're married in real life and in the show so it just makes sense to me they are such a good example of togetherness there's Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie but we know how that ended up Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio so if you know the history of these celebrities, you know how it works. Um, one of my friends, their parents are Gemini and Sagittarius, and my father is a Gemini, and my stepmother is a Sagittarius. So I can see the duo firsthand, and I feel like they get along really well. I feel like they just get each other, same type of humor, same type of like way they express themselves. Gemini's might be a little bit more reserved, but Sagittarius is like, what's that word? hyper or energetic enough and like happy enough positive optimistic enough to like bring gemini out of the shell when it's necessary when it's needed but the sagittarius can also like appreciate gemini's need to be like calm and serious sometimes so i feel like they complement each other really well um fire and air air fuels fire jupiter is the planet of luck and optimism so lots of positivity when it comes to sagittarians they will give that to gemini like it's water and Gemini will soak it up. Gemini is the planet of Mercury, oh ruled by the planet Mercury of communication. So Gemini and Sagittarius, they probably have a really like nice relationship because they're not afraid to talk to each other. And if they have that deep deep connection where they can talk to each other really well, I feel like it'll work out. When it comes to Gemini and Leo, I know I definitely elaborated on this for the Gemini compatibility episode because of the involvement of John F. Kennedy and Jacqueline Kennedy. So Immediately, since I led with that, you might be thinking how this is going to go. Gemini has wandering eyes, and Leo loves praise. And if Leo isn't getting the attention that they deserve, that's going to be a problem for everybody involved. Gemini is a mutable sign ruled by the planet Mercury an air sign so this means lots of wishy-washy energy lots of being all over the place especially since gemini is ruled by the planet mercury and it's an air sign so that means really strong mental capabilities but also in the head thinking deeply about lots of stuff so gemini will be all over the place i'm not expressing as much as leo might hope or what they do express it's a little bit and not that much thinking about this duo elementally Fire needs to be fueled by air. Air fuels fire. Fire signs need air signs. Air signs needs fire signs. They get along so well. They click so well. They love each other. They compliment each other. They learn from each other because they have such different personalities or such different ways of doing things. But it's different enough so it works, but not too different so it doesn't work, if that makes any sense. Now, if we're going back to the celebrity example, we all know what happened with JFK and Jackie and... I feel like I don't need to explain that. If you guys want a history lesson, you can Google it. I'm going to Leo and how Leo might be able to mesh this relationship up. I feel like I'm looking at this really negatively. I could definitely be looking more positively, being more optimistic, but I don't feel like it. I like the negative parts. So you know if you're a Gemini trying to get with a Leo or you know if you're a Leo trying to get with a Gemini, you know how it's going to fail already. Watch out for these red flags and try to fix them ahead of time or leave while you can't. So Leo will be one trying to restrict gemini trying to control gemini because of that fixed modality and gemini will not be here for it gemini will be like what are you talking about bye bye and just leave just be all over the place not care whatever and the thing with leo and gemini that is also really bad leos because of their fire placement well their fire signness. they're very expressive intense emotional right and people View fire signs as this angry beings, but that's not always the case. Sometimes they can be sad, sometimes they can be happy. Whatever they're feeling, they're feeling it strongly. And that's the thing you need to keep in mind with fire and water signs. But then looking at the air signs, the air signs aren't like this. They love to keep emotions inside. They don't really like to be verbal with things like that, with how they're feeling, without what they're going through. they It takes a lot to get an air sign to talk, or air sign big three placements, or even big cis pl- placements. It gets a lot for them to talk, especially for the Mercuries and the moons. If you know an Air Moon or an Air Mercury, don't expect them to open up to you. It takes a lot of work for them to trust you and things like that. Unless they have something counter-interacting them that makes them really expressive, like big fire or water sign placements maybe. And then Earth signs, they explode. But we're not talking about Earth signs right now. Why am I always trying to bring my own sign in? Maybe that means I'm self-centered because I am a Leo in sidereal astrology, like Vedic astrology, Vedic, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm a Leo there in Western astrology i'm a virgo and i identify with virgo but i can see where the leoness might come in because of that cockiness but then at the same time leo and virgo are close to each other so they might share a couple qualities like that big-headedness or that wanting to be in control kind of thing yeah i definitely have that problem because look i'm taking this time about gemini and leo that has nothing to do with me at all and i'm putting myself in it so let me move back The positives about Gemini and Leo are the fact that they click, they complement each other well, they can learn lessons from each other because of how different they are, but they're not too different to the point where it won't work out because their differences are too grand. I feel like Gemini will be intriguing to Leo and Leo will be intriguing to Gemini because Leos, whenever they walk into a room, you can see them, you notice them, you focus on them. I think this goes for lots of fire signs in general. They have this confidence, this glow that makes people just want to look at them and that's why people praise them and that's what they like. And I feel like Gemini will definitely feel that attraction towards Leo, like whether it's something that they said in a conversation that intrigues them or how they look physically, whatever it is, people will be looking at Leo and people will be attracted to Leo. And Leo, on the other hand, Leo will admire Gemini's differences and want to learn from them and want to appreciate them. And that's where the connection comes from. And because of how different they are, they will learn. They will always be learning things from each other. They will always be learning processes. They will always be learning behaviors. They'll always, always be learning skills. Like there's an endless possibility. So I want to give Leo and Gemini a 79% because I feel like there's more good than bad, but I really can't think of the good right now. Moving on down the line to Leo and Libra, I feel like this is very common. A few of my friends, their parents are Libra-Leo duos. And if I had to bet on one Zodiac match for everything, I would say Libra and Leo because they get along so well from what I've observed. And some people like to argue that sister signs are the most perfect match anybody could ever have. And I don't agree with that. I feel like yes sister signs are compatible because they have the same bases they have the same root but their elements are different they're opposing signs and I feel like opposites attract in that deeper level that Libra and Leo can bring to the table rather than Leo and Aquarius. Not that Leo and Aquarius is a bad match because it is pretty common as well but I do feel like Libra and Leo was definitely stronger because there's a higher contrast in that duo now for elements air fuels fire and libra is the air sign cardinal air sign leo is the the fixed fire sign and one thing about them when it comes to the elements is i feel like the contrast that comes from the element is what makes them a better duo like i feel like they get each other because libra has that kind of oh wants to have fun likes to go with the flow likes to be social likes to party energy and then with um leo leo has that likes to be the center of attention likes to be likes to be out there likes to make a mark on people so i feel like libra and leo they could be good partners in crime they could do everything together they could be that one bestie duo that you never see separate the two pretty best friends if you will and going on to the planets the planets the way that these planets work for libra and leo this just emphasizes my point about them being such a great duo because the venus and sun are pretty close together like if you go by the order of the planets it's mercury then venus but still they're pretty close you could say closer than earth at least and Venus is basically the planet of relationships, love, aesthetics, preferences. So whatever sign Venus is in for you, it's basically how you deal in relationships and what you like in other people, what you like in general, how you decorate your house, how you pick a partner, how you pick your friends, how you pick the color of your favorite shirt. Like Venus has to deal with those kinds of things. The sun is basically the center of attention. The sun has to do with individuality leo tends to capture the attention of a lot of people and leo tends to be like the main event the spotlight is on leo all the time so that's where that idea of the sun center of attention comes from libra and leo both capture the attention of people libra and leo both have that sense of style or the aura that they carry attracts people and i feel like they both do that and libra because libra has such a fine taste objectively libras and libra venuses i'm libra venus by the way venus people venusians taurus libra whatever they have good taste and leo is what people might think of as good taste because of how attractive they are that's the only thing i think of because they attract a lot of energy people like putting their eyes on them people are always watching them They capture attention. Leo's capture attention. And I feel like because Libra has that good taste, they will pick Leo. And Leo will feel appreciated as soon as they get picked. They both love attention. They both love being in the limelight. It works out. Now, looking at the celebrities, there are a lot of Leo celebrities lots of Libra celebrities. And they tend to be close friends. Or they tend to be in relationships often. So look at Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're pretty good friends. And then Cara Delevingne dated St. Vincent. And then... Rosalind and Jimmy Carter, President, First Lady, Blake and Julie Edwards, Blake RIP, and then Dylan Sprouse and Barbara Palvin. Now, I see this so often in real life, but not really. I couldn't find any like strongly relevant Libra Leo duos. Continuing on to Taurus and Leo, I feel like because they are both fixed, they will also have such a strong connection with each other, and I feel like this is one of those unlikely pairs that most people wouldn't expect to work out, but I mean, some part of them is what attracted them to each other, and they found a way to continue being on good terms because of how strong their connection was because taurus and leo are both fixed so if they want something they're going to try their best to get it and if they don't get it they're going to throw a fit as i mentioned before leo is a fixed fire sign ruled by the sun taurus is a fixed earth sign ruled by venus venus is the planet of preferences love aesthetic decoration relationships things of that nature and taurus kind of represents worldly possessions and if you mix earth and fire together at least in nature you kind of get a forest fire and that's not the best thing in the world obviously i personally do not enjoy forest fires unless they were intentional for the benefit of nature but that doesn't happen very often but taurus is an earth sign and earth and fire they clash they don't get along but sometimes they understand each other and they appreciate each other because of how strong they both are earth signs tend to be a little bit more calm with their passion and fire signs tend to be very intense they're both strong signs Some people might say that fire signs are a little bit less in control and earth signs are more in control because they have to have that stability. And Taurus is definitely one of the most stable signs out there. Maybe if you're a Taurus, you don't feel that way. But if you look at how Taurus works, you're stable in your instability if you're an unstable Taurus. And you'll learn from that because you slay. I love Tauruses, but this isn't about you guys. This is about you and Leo. So let's continue in talking about that kind of connection. So Taurus and Leo, I get the vibe from them that they will meet each other, they might get in a fight, and then it's like enemies to lovers type thing, or enemies to friends. Because Leo and Taurus are both very determined and very passionate signs, but Leo might be a little bit more intense with that, and then Taurus might be a little bit on the calmer side. Like Taurus will sneak up to you and backstab you, but Leo will just do it. In front of you leah will stab you in the heart looking deep into your eyes maybe that's a really weird analogy 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 whatever but it makes sense in my head looking at celebrity examples of this duo ben affleck again with anna de armas and gina torres and lawrence fishburne kylie jenner and travis scott Rose Byrne and bobby cannaval so if you know the history or the story behind these celebrity couples that might give you a little bit more insight but in my opinion i feel like taurus and leo have potential but then again if things aren't going their way on either side it's gonna be very bad like bad for both of them because they are both very strong signs they are very strong fighters when it comes to conflict Taurus definitely verbally and then leo physically and of course it could mix match because earth signs are awesome fire signs are awesome they're both very passionate when it comes to things that they care about especially taurus people say that tauruses are lazy and i guess i get where that could come from because of like like i mentioned with the worldly possessions so they might seek comfort in life and once they get that comfort they seek deep deep into it but Taurus doesn't play Taurus will bark at you Taurus will bark and bite Leo will bite and bark later you know when people say strike and ask questions later or something and ask questions later that's the energy that Leo gives because of how impulsive they are but Taurus will be calculated Taurus will premeditate all of it, think deeply before acting, and then Leo just acts. And this can be scary for both things because, one, with Taurus, if Taurus knows they're about to do something bad and they're putting lots of energy into it, it's going to be really bad for whoever their target is. And Leo, Leo's just going to come at them. And I feel like in this case, Taurus's method might be better. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm an Earth sign. But if you look at Taurus, Taurus is out here calculating how much energy to put into it. Going bit by bit. But Leo will just go at it and waste all their battery, all their energy, all their juice, you know? But Taurus and Leo as a couple or as a friendship, they will be a great partner in crime duo. That would go so well. But I want to give them a good a 40% chance but there's lots of potential within that 40% I have Aries and Taurus and I like to consider this duo pretty I feel like they work together pretty well they're definitely both really strong I touched on them a little bit in the Aries Aries compatibility episode because you know Aries and Taurus they're pretty high up in the zodiac and if I I'm gonna give the same example that I gave in the last episode Robert Pattinson he's a Taurus and then Kristen Stewart she's an Aries that's an example of like a celebrity example of that kind of like dynamic they did twilight together and then they stay together for a little bit afterwards and then eventually like they split up but i feel like taurus and aries it's definitely a hit or miss situation because some since they're so close together in the zodiac people who are born under these signs they tend to carry like characteristics from the other ones because their birth chart placements might be those other zodiacs like for example there's lots of arieses who have like taurus mercuries or lots of tauruses who have aries mercuries because of how close they are and how the planets move together or separately you know one astrological concept that really intrigues me are sister signs and how they relate to each other and how they correlate and then also planets or signs that have the same ruling planet for example i'm going to talk about libra and taurus libra and taurus are both ruled by venus so they tend to get along better than most air and earth signs like you would assume that air and earth together wouldn't really match up but look at virgo and gemini look at libra and taurus they both have the same planet well taurus and libra have venus as i said and then virgo and gemini I have Mercury. So let's look at how these two relate, Libra and Taurus. So Taurus is an earth sign ruled by the planet Venus, of course, and it's fixed. So that means they're stubborn, stable, they crave stability, they like providing stability, and they can't really deal with change that well. Libra, however, is an air sign that's ruled by Venus, and also it's cardinals, they like taking charge, they like being the boss, they like to be in control of certain situations because they initiate the season. Fixed signs have to maintain the season so they're really stable, they don't like change, like Taurus is. So I feel like the way that they present the fact that they're both Venus ruled, they present it in different ways because Taurus is influenced by different factors and Libra is influenced by different factors. Like Libra, like I said, air sign. Air signs tend to be very mentally sharp, very kind of wishy-washy. They like to go with the flow. They don't really gravitate towards structure that much. And then they're very, like, free. They love not being tied down. They like just living life. And they tend to be really, like, socially active yeah they like to be socially active so you can look at air signs in that way but Taurus Taurus is an earth sign earth signs are kind of really different than air signs earth signs like more structure they like planning they like to be successful they like having a plan that ends up the result as them being successful so like you can look at them in two different ways so the way that they present their Venusian real ruling is different like for example if i want to think of it like realistically i feel like taurus represents taurus represents that venus ruling because if you didn't know already venus is the planet of preferences so like love your type your taste and things how you would decorate your house what kind of people that you like the kind of things that you look for in a relationship how you deal in a relationship kind of kind of like venus is the planet of love preferences and Things of that nature. If you know anything about mythology, Roman mythology, they use Venus as their kind of Aphrodite if you're familiar with Greek mythology. So it kind of matches up that way if you're familiar with these. Like if you know anything about Aphrodite or if you know anything about Venus, the goddess, you can understand how this makes sense for the planet and what it means in astrology. So for Taurus, if I want to think about it realistically, I feel like Taurus is the kind of person to really hustle and grind every single day of their life so that their result will be comfort because because of that Venus ruling they seek the finer things in life but in order to be able to achieve that they they're like their end goal is the finer things in life like high-end things nice decor whatever and having a really nice place to live to come home to at the end of the day that's what Taurus likes and Taurus will hustle and strive to get there so Taurus likes those kinds of things, and Taurus will try hard and work hard to get to that point in their life because they seek comfort. Tauruses can be really lazy if it's something that they don't really care about, and if they don't really care about it, then they're not going to try hard. But if it's something that they care about achieving, something they care about doing, then they will try hard. So that's how I think about Taurus. Like, for example, say somebody's a hard worker they come home at the end of the day to their mansion their five-story mansion and they have properties in the hamptons in california all over the world because they worked hard to get that they want all these beautiful things they like looking at all these beautiful things and they have earned all these beautiful things through working hard and then looking at libra on the other hand libra's the air sign a cardinal air sign ruled by venus i feel like libra is out there like socially like it's giving basketball wives, it's giving wife of a politician like they'll have somebody else do the work for them but they will be in control of getting the result anyway like they'll be so rich that they can pay for maids and they can pay for babysitters and they can pay for so many different things and they like shopping they really like shopping like libras are really impulsive buyers i feel like but they really like um they like um being able to have the finer things in life but they're in control of getting those things, but they're not necessarily working to get those things. It just comes to them. Like Libra is the type to throw beneficiary parties or whatever. Like, um, like for charities or whatever, they get some of the profit. The charity gets some of the profit, and they're kind of having a bunch of people in their house. They're entertaining these people. They're making these people feel happy. Blah blah blah, and they're having a party because they're very sociable. They're very good at communicating with others. They're very diplomatic they make good politicians themselves forget being a politician's wife they'll be the politician and they will be getting this money but they're not working very hard to get it it just ends up coming to them because that's just how they work so that's how i think of them the two different ways like tourists will work for themselves and libra will hire other people to work for them but they will all end up at the same result of them being rich and successful and liking the finer things in life that's how like look at kim kardashian she didn't necessarily like do work to get where she is but she has all that stuff doesn't she doesn't she libra and aries this is the sister sign of the duo i mean of the bunch of all the different pairings aries and libra are sister signs because they are both cardinal and they are the opposite elements so fire and air but they're good opposites so good enough that they'll get along now i have talked to some libras as you may have heard in the beginning of the episode and they tend to kind of get along with them but not like as much as i think they would have i mean they might be a little bit too similar but i would say they're sister signs so it probably works out a little bit better than most duos So Libra and Aries, I would put my faith in this duo. I would put my faith in this duo all the way, definitely. Because they're sister signs, and I feel like if they're kind of the same basis, but they're different enough, so there's a little bit of contrast, a little bit of juxtaposition in their connection, then it should work out a little bit. Like, for the elements, fire and air, they complement each other very well. Air fuels the fire, and fire needs air to be fiery. Yeah. And then for the planets, Libra is ruled by... Libra is ruled by Venus, so and Aries is ruled by Mars, so that's kind of like that preference thing that I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Taurus and Aries. But Taurus and Aries is like the lesser version of Libra and Aries. Libra and Aries definitely works better. And then past the planets, past the elements going to the modalities they are both cardinal so this means power struggle but i feel like they can understand each other and support each other since they're both determined at heart and they would like to reach their goals together hopefully so i would give this to like a a 89% i'd say because from what i've seen from certain libras they don't really like aries that much as i would think originally based on it based on like the the way it matches up but it works out well enough so yeah 89 libra and aquarius now this pair works well because they're the same element so they have some of the same like core beliefs core um qualities air and air you know libra is probably a little less weird than aquarius but this pair definitely gets along i mean going with the elements they're both in the head they're both deep thinkers they like to contemplate life contemplate things um they're both excellent ghosters i speak from experience and they have a lot in common but when it comes to the planets aquarius is weird aquarius is weird libra is ruled by venus and aquarius is ruled by uranus So that's being weird, innovative, renovative, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of brings like a lot of newness to the relationship all the time. And Libra might like that spontaneity because they tend to go with the flow. They don't like things too restricted. And Aquarius is just like freedom all the time. So Libra might appreciate that in the relationship and just being very random and thriving together. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to how i kind of like analyze different zodiac signs like specific ones that you guys picked out and saw how i feel about them as a duo and how they kind of relate to each other or how they can involve each other or how they interact with each other basically so i hope you guys enjoyed that all of these the ones that i received came directly from people who submitted them to my instagram at the public private story on the Instagram for The Public Private Story, I end up asking people what they like to see on here, would like, the, what they would like me to talk about, or if there's a specific to- topic I'm talking about. For example, like Zodiac Duos, I ask people which duos they would like me to talk about specifically. So I really interact with people on there, and I don't just post um, questions like that. I post updates, and I post uh, previews. I post things about the podcast. So it's a really nice resource if you're really interested in the podcast. So I highly suggest you check out at The Public Private Story on Instagram or look at the link tree for all the other stuff I have because in addition to the Instagram I also use Spotify like there's a whole the public private story Spotify account with playlist of specific I guess themes to episodes so if there's really if there's an episode that you like specifically like you really like it like for example astrological compatibility there's the list of the different zodiac signs and you can access all of those episodes right there in that one place so if you're interested in things like that check out the public-private story on Instagram or the public-private stories link tree. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening.